Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio, supported by Real World at reelworld.com and Eckhart's Press, the radio geek's favorite publishing company. Books by John Landacker, Bobby Scafish, Doby Maxwell, and Kipper McGee. Eckhart's Press, E-C-K-H-A-R-T-Z Press.com. Brandwith On Demand. Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Do I win? You can do all the contests through online. It's easier because I can't sit in my car all day and listen to the contest where I can sit on my desktop. Win cash. Computers or cameras, some fun, a gadget. Do I win? Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second-generation broadcaster and media strategist David Martin and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach Kipper McGee. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, the only podcast committed to helping you create great radio 15 minutes at a time. Great radio means great branding, and great branding means great promotions. We've got the pro for that. If you look up Paige Nienamer in the Encyclopedia of Radio Promotions, you'll see his picture, largely because he indeed wrote that book, among many others. After groundbreaking stints at stations in Portland, Minneapolis, Charlotte, and San Francisco for the past 20 years, he's been consulting stations around the world on marketing and promotion, and he does it like no other. He's created contests and campaigns that have made hundreds of thousands of dollars and guided both stations and shows to market-leading ratings and revenue numbers. He's the go-to person for hundreds of AEs and programmers who need ideas, and we need them by 5 o'clock or the world will end. Mm -hmm. And he loves it. He gets to work with fun, talented, and creative people. Together, they're able to put on attention-getting promotions that get press worldwide. Our guest today... The guru behind CPR promotions, the one, the only, Paige Nienaber. In and of itself, Paige Nienaber, there is really only one Paige Nienaber, I think. Uh, and, and I think that's literally, I think I'm the only one, so it, it works out. <laughs> so with all the places a guy with your talents and skills and vision could go, how'd you end up in radio? Uh, huh. I just ain't mature enough for any of the good media. I think that's why we're all in radio. We're in radio because nobody decent would want to have anything to do with us. I was the world's worst DJ. I actually have a cassette tape somewhere that proves that point or is evidence of that. Uh, but I was I was uh, in college at the time. And being in college, I was a valuable resource because I had contacts that would sell things to the program director. So they didn't want to lose me. So they stuck me in promotions. And I kind of always sort of just stayed here ever since because... It's the best job in radio. You get away from the radio station. You can be creative. You know, you work seven days a week, but whatever I was doing was always more fun than what my friends were doing. You know, I worked every New Year's for, man, I think 11 or 12 or 13 years. But whatever I was doing for New Year's Eve was better than what my friends were doing. And I was getting paid for it. And I often was able to, to weasel a hotel room out of it. Always the free stuff. Yeah, you bet. It's crazy. the free stuff. I was at something or other. And one of my friends, one of my idiot high school friends pointed out that I, I was wearing a station shirt. Like, you know, if you always wear a station shirt. And I said, well, I can beat you on this. The underwear I was wearing was from a Coca-Cola promotion. The belt was from a promotion that we had done with, man, I want to say it was Wendy's or something. Blue jeans were free from a promotion with uh, the Levi's. The shoes were 
were free. The socks were free from a Minnesota Twins game I'd gone to, and the tickets were free, so consequently the socks were free. And the watch I was wearing was from a promotion we had done with Dayton's. So literally every single item I was wearing. Oh, I think I had free sunglasses, too. So yeah, it's the free stuff. <laughs> Paige, what advice would you offer a radio brand, maybe a station or a show, who is critically short on two key items, time and budget? Really? In 2017, you just have to appear as if you're in the moment. Uh, I was out in Portland, and it was Memorial Day weekend. And Memorial Day weekend in Portland, Oregon, is the first weekend in seven or eight months where it's in, you know dry. So it is an orgy of outdoor activity. Nobody is inside. So I drove past Z100, and all their vehicles were in the parking lot. And when you listened to them, they could have been in Albany, New York in December. I mean, that, I mean, they, they sounded so out of touch with what was going on. You just need to find opportunities to be relevant. So, for instance, uh, a, a few weeks ago, during the height of the Russian hacking buzz, hot in D.C. for the weekend was hacked by Russians. And they redid the imaging and they did some creative web graphics and that was it. Now, there wasn't a giant campaign. It just required some creativity and a little bit of time in the in the production studio. And it was brilliant. It sounded like they were in Washington, D.C. at that exact moment. What used to be a given is, is now a long shot, I think, for a lot of people. The station I, I did in New London, Connecticut the other day, uh, were taking requests from Russian sailors on the spy ship that was just 30 miles away. They were taking calls, American radio station people, please play Donsk, Donsk by All Out Shelter. Many thank yous. And it was just, it's it's just the little stuff. It's just the little nuances. If you watch Simpsons, there's so many little hidden jokes in there. But again, you know, B96 in Chicago missed the Blackhawks in the Stanley Cup. Oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Chicago's not a sports town. How do you do that? How, how do you miss something that the entire market is buzzing about? So in 2017, you just need to acknowledge things. You can do it with weekend contests, hot in D.C. did. You can do it with a morning show stunt or a bit. You can do it with some creative imaging. Maybe you do it with some web graphics. Maybe you do it with a topic on the morning show. Just acknowledge this stuff. The audience has the attention span of a golden retriever. So <laughs> giant six-week, seven-week-long promotion you don't need that. You just need bit marketing. One bit into the next bit, into the next bit, into the next bit. You yeah. just always have to have something on the air to talk about. And that was my job as a promotion director, was to give the DJs something to talk about. It could be talking about the fact that we're in, involved with a uh, cystic fibrosis rockathon over at the university with one of the fraternities. And then we go directly from that into teasing the fact that something else is coming. Just one thing into the next, into the next. You see with some of these stations, They've set the bar so high that there there's this feeling that if, if you don't listen to them, you might miss something. How huge is that? So, Paige, I got to ask, from your encyclopedia, one of my favorite lines is the part about not being anti-semantic, meaning you're not afraid to bend words a little bit to make them say what you really mean. So what tips might you offer for people who are trying to create cool wording for their radio stuff? Well, actually, that was a typo. I was supposed to say I'm really anti-Semitic, <laughs> but it, it, it came out differently. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of like, uh, the you know, we, we don't have the visual. Well, we have the visual, but, you know, uh, in terms of like going to, to watch TV or something, it's a little bit different. We have web and social media. Being able to take something and make it just sound a little bit better. The largest contest in U.S. radio history was last contest at uh, Q 
in San Diego. It was called The Last Contest because at the time they did the promotion, The Last Picture Show is the biggest movie in the country. It didn't really have any, any you know, relevance or reference to anything that was last. It was just a name. But what they did was they took $10,000 and they created hundreds of prize packs. And what, what's happened now in radio is that we have dumbed down prizes. So for Valentine's Day, you're going to win a $500 gift card from Zales. No, no. Costco has gift cards. White Castle has gift cards. What you're winning is you're winning a ring that is going to be an object of envy for all of the women you work with. They're going to sit and they're going to huddle in the women's restroom and they're going to talk about you behind your back. They love that ring so much. How did you get that? That's what you're going to win this weekend. And that's what happened with the last uh, contest was taking something like a trip to Hawaii and making it prize package number 238, Jack Lord. And this amazing Amazing 60 second description of you and, and a friend or your spouse or just some random person you met in Hawaii and the things that were going to be occurring and torch bearing natives. It just, I mean, it was so much fun. It wasn't just a trip or two to Hawaii. Have some fun. Describe the stuff. Make people listen to it and go, God, if I don't win this thing, my life is over. Oh, the always clever Paige Nienaber. He is something else. If you like what you're hearing, Please subscribe and rate Brandwood On Demand in the iTunes Store. Your feedback helps others discover great guests like Paige with Brandwood On Demand. And if you have a question, comment, or any thoughts on anything radio-related, please give us a holler. Sound off. 802-489-7739. And you're also welcome to get our weekly email. Just text reboot to 44 Coming up, Paige Nienaber shares his thoughts on opportunities hiding in plain sight. Brandwood On Demand. Rebooting Radio. Keep up with what the hottest stations are doing. Replay Radio will schedule and record any streaming radio station or show automatically. And the integrated media guide makes it easy to add a station or show with a single click. Try Replay Radio free by clicking their ad at brandwidthondemand.com. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Brandwood On Demand. Paige, thinking about current traditional media operations, what do you think is the biggest opportunity hidden in plain sight? I don't know if this is going to be the answer to your question, but as radio people, we don't think visually. So it used to be, you know, if we, we could put something together, something great and amazing, and if TV didn't show up to cover it, nobody would be able to see this amazing, you know, uh, outcome or, or finale. So I remember a million years ago, LOL did this thing where they sent a plane full of listeners to Hawaii, which in January in Minneapolis was a pretty good prize. This was back when people sent postcards in, and we got I think like 300,000 postcards, which, by the way, equal the weight of a Winnebago. And John wanted to, for the very final winner, pick it by putting all of these hundreds of thousands of postcards into a cement mixer. And so, you know, got the cement mixer and had the long trough that comes out that Mm -hmm. the cement's supposed to pour out of. And at, you know, 7.15 or something, John and Bob came running out with the cement mixer. And it was like at the end of Forrest Gump, where he opens the book and that feather is there. 
and the camera pulls back as the gust of wind picks up the feather and blows it and blows it and blows it out of you know, the screen. Mm-hmm. One postcard comes bouncing down the trough. Bounce, 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 bounce. Boom. Right into John's hand. Then, of course, they went running back inside, which left me and a guy named Mark to empty 300,000 postcards out of a cement mixer. <laughs> but unfortunately, there had been, you know, I don't know, like a quadruple homicide or something, so TV did not show up to cover it. In 2017, I think we have the opportunity to do these great promotions that, you know, people still have to listen to the radio to participate, but to have a nice visual payoff. So, Hot in Houston uh, had a Cardigan boy, and at, at my suggestion, they gave gave out grids on the ground. I think they gave out something like 60 grids. So Dave Martin would call in and he would wear, you know, uh, Mr. Bubble prize pack or something and get grid number 34. They then flew the morning show host, Sarah, over and parachuted her in, hand up or, you know, tied up to the sky. The camera, ridiculous. She and this guy came in and boom, he gave Monty Hall a car to give away. He would not do points in a VIP club or a text promotion. He would do something with a spectacular payoff. So I think there's something we said for the missed opportunity of doing things that look amazing on video. If you look at the first you know, couple seasons of David Letterman, who obviously turned out to be a huge failure. He was into throwing stuff off buildings. So in Norfolk, they had a $1,000 shopping spree for back to school. That's a good prize. But what most stations will do with that is they'll bury it, you know, in some loyal listener club or something like that, or just do and win a thousand, you know, text in and we'll pick a winner for the thousand dollar shopping spree. No, they gave away, I think it was like 400 golf balls. Everybody who won got, you know, whatever they were giving away, movie tickets or whatever, but also got a numbered golf ball. And they flew a helicopter over this field adjacent to the mall, and they had gridded out squares and things, and they dumped 400 golf balls out of this helicopter. It looked really cool. You know, the person whose golf ball was closest to some pin on the shopping spree. But then they had other pins around the field, too. The person who was closest to, you know, the the red pin got, you know, a case of Coca-Cola or whatever it was. It was a great visual payoff. I think think show business, you know? That's great theater. That's great theater. He is one incredible promotion guy. Paige Nienaber, thanks so much for coming by. Hey, the extended play of this interview, including items trimmed for time to keep us down to 15 minutes, are in the show notes. And by the way, a special bonus in the show notes, a montage of the last contest. For all the rumors which are spreading about us, some say we don't give away enough houses or cars, or that we never offer Corvettes or ocean sailing yachts or Ferraris or airplanes or trips around the world or Boeing 727s. Coming soon, KCBQ presents The Last contest all at brandwithondemand.com yes we can't thank Paige enough thanks also to exec producer Catherine Kelly Murphy at Chicago's 1604 productions coming up one of radio's best storytellers on the true story behind the best radio imaging Nick Michaels that's a rap kipper here's something to think about What can you do each and every day to improve your chances of success? It was a lesson someone taught me that helped me in my career, and I'm sharing it with you in the show notes in One Minute Martinizing. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kimber McGee. May all your brand with 
be wise. Any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brandwick On Demand. Not your average quarter hour.